Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Untamed World Podcast, hosted by Sheridan LeBay. Join me on this untamed journey around the world as we explore sensuality, sexuality, and intimacy. Live your best untamed life. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Untamed World Podcast. It is your host, Sheridan LeBay, and I'm here for another amazing episode of just juicy talk about relationships, love, sex, and all the things. Today, I'm joined by Stephanie. Stephanie is a former disaster or dating disaster turned wiped up relationship pro. I love it. Stephanie turned her pain into practice and has coached thousands of women on how to truly call in their own magnetic counterpart without games or tactics. I love that. We'll have to dive into that because I'm like, I love the coaches who are like, we're not here for the games. We're here for like the real work. You know, like it's it's deeper than like, mm-hmm. let me teach you how to send a text message. So I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. It's, um, it's excited to be here. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of women can relate to being in our 20s or 30s or even older and dating can really be a hit or miss, especially in your 20s. As a 20-year-old, I feel like dating is definitely like taking a shot in the dark. <laughs> definitely taking a shot in the dark. So what yeah, for definitely. you? Yeah, so what for you was like your your first step to like regain your confidence and like surrender to like the universe's plans? Yeah, definitely. And this is the hardest thing too, because I think that as women, it can be hard to admit that you want a man. It can be hard Mm -hmm. to go, Ooh, like I do want that. And I think for me, I spent my, my twenties trying to do it like them. Like I can do what guys can do. I can act out, I can front, I can say that I don't care. And what ended up happening was that I was just fooling myself. And when you come Mm. from that space, you attract men who aren't in integrity themselves. Right. So women are always like, why am I attracting the wrong guys? But it's usually nine times out of 10, they're denying what they want and then putting out this image of what they think someone wants or what they think they're supposed to be. And so they keep attracting the mismatch. And so when you do that for 10 years, (laughs) you go, screw it. So I just remember saying I had a conversation with the universe. I was like, I'm not here for this mess. (laughs) I'm going to be 30 Mm -hmm. years old. I'm freaking out. I'm the last one left. And I was like, clearly I need to do something different. Jesus, take the wheel. And I essentially (laughs) ran into, take it, take it. Cause I don't know what I'm doing. Take over. And (laughs) I had got, I had gotten fired from my bartending job and 
was like, oh, okay, so drinking all day and hooking up with line cooks mm. is not a productive use of my time. Right. And yeah. I ended up calling like a like a t- like a temp agency and was like, I just need employment. I'll take anything. And sure enough, there was this guy that worked there that helped me on this task day one. And that's mm-hmm. the guy that I'm now married to with two kids. Wow. So I remember just being like, yeah, you got to get your mind right and out of the way. And that's yeah. where the company started from. Wow. I love it for you said so many things that I like identify with. So one, um, I'm not the last of my friends to get married because you know nowadays people aren't getting married till the thirties. But me and my mom talk about it a lot because she was kind of one of the last of her friends to get married. And so whenever we talk about dating, she was like, you know, because back in the day, you know, in the eighties, people were getting married younger and younger. So it's just interesting that you <laughs> say that that kind of like having that security of knowing like, okay, I know I'm the last, but like, I'm okay with it. Um, so I, I definitely identify with that. And then something else you said that I've kind of been learning as of late is admitting that you want a relationship and it's okay. Like, it's okay to say, yes, I want a relationship. I think for a lot of variety of reasons, women, we don't want to admit we want a relationship. Like you said, we want to act tough and act like we don't have feelings. And that's just not true. And because we're doing that, one, men who may be a little more emotionally intelligent or whatever partner, I mean, speaking to partners in general, whatever partner we're looking to attract, they may be you know, emotionally intelligent, but they look at us and be like, well, she doesn't care. So why would I even be attracted to this woman? That's not yeah. nurturing. That's not emotional. Cause I've experienced it. Like I've dated a guy who's like now, like I've come into being emotional, but we were dating when we were younger. He was like, you're just so like unemotional. <laughs> and now I get it. Like nobody, no man wants to date a woman. That's not emotional. Like that's just not, you know, like you don't want to date yourself. So I definitely identify with a lot of us putting on this hard exterior and acting like we don't have feelings or acting like we um, don't want a relationship when we know we do. So I think that's, like you said, the first step is really admitting, you know, I was talking to another coach and she was like, how can you secretly want a relationship, but then you're telling the universe that you don't. So what do you think you're going to get? You're not going to get the relationship or you're going to get, like you said, the mismatches. So that's, I think that's the first step, ladies, is admitting that's what you want. Or men. Some men may be listening too. Like, you don't have to be tough. If you want a relationship, it's okay. Yeah, definitely. Because it doesn't make you um, weak. I think so many of us. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I think that like for a lot of us, there's lots of reasons why we think that there, it makes us feel like less than, but like you said, as soon as you go, oh, okay, I'm fronting completely. And maybe that's why I'm not happy. Then you realize that, okay, maybe there's a different way. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I think it's this, that's just, that was kind of an aha moment. I literally had like two days ago and I was like, wow, like that makes sense. Like you can't pretend you don't want a relationship and act tough and then expect to get a loving relationship. It just doesn't work that way, but we don't think of it that way. Like we're like, I'll act like I don't want one, but still miraculously meet my husband or wife while walking down the street. (laughs) Yeah. So you're kind of like the hitch for women. I don't know if y'all have seen the movie Hitch, but you're basically like, okay, you're, you're, you know, setting all these relationships up and, you know, you've mentioned you've 
helped 12 people get engaged, three babies, 47 relationships, two weddings. Like that's huge. Like those are huge statistics. Like what is the secret? Like what's the secret sauce? Um, I love it. And I, the, the real secret sauce and people roll their eyes. They don't like when I say it, but the real secret sauce is figuring out what you actually want and then learning how to live with that as your truth. Mm -hmm. Because most of the work that I do is helping women figure out their own identities because it's, if you want that good, good, right? If you really, really are like, you know what? I, I want that. That's a lot of work to get to like the owning of that. And then the embodiment of, am I a representation of what I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. Because once that, once that clicks in and you lose the defense mechanisms, heal some of the hurts, get past yeah. all the beliefs that are probably not even yours. Like I, yeah, I'm your textbook, like daddy issues, um, addiction issues, promiscuity. Like I've, I've done the things and when you Mm. realize like you can't outrun your shit. Yeah. When you get there, you're like, oh, okay. So what do I like? What type of energy do I want? What do I want my weekends to look like? I had, I had a client once, I want a relationship and I'm like, okay, well, like, what do you want? And she's like, oh, I want, you know, smart, tall, like good looking. And I'm like, that could Mm. apply to an 18 year old and to your, to your, it could be be anything. (laughs) And people, right? Like people don't go, Oh, but what do you want? Do you want the guy Mm -hmm. who's up at 7am going for a hike with a dog, bringing you back a coffee? Like if you close your eyes and picture that, is that what you want? (laughs) Right. That's very different than like someone who's tall and successful and likes music and movies because that is not specific. So that's the key thing is to really do the work to go, what do I want? And then how do I allow myself to have it? That's so powerful. And it's a few things to like unpack with that. So one, just listening to you talk, I think a lot of, a lot of us run from that truth because of vulnerability. Like that's something I've like had to work on. I'm still working on, but I've gotten a lot better. Shout out to my therapist. But, um, I think that, yeah, like I think vulnerability is so hard for people because a lot of us know our truth, but we're afraid of rejection. So instead of living in that truth, we decide to kind of shut ourselves down and it's like, you're missing out on the life you could have because you may get rejected by like, say there's a woman out there who deep down knows what she wants. Cause most of, us deep, most of us deep down know what we want for the most part. She knows what she wants, but she's like, I'm scared to go out there and say this is what I want because I may be interested in person A and I know that's not who they are and I don't want to be rejected, but there's like 10 people in person B category. And sometimes I think a lot of that is like running from our truth because we don't, we, we already have our minds set on like one thing that we want. So I think that's, I think that's powerful. It's like identifying one that like a lot of lack of vulnerability is just a fear of rejection. And then two, being okay with what you want, not showing up exactly what you 
thought it may be in your mind because like you said the guy that hikes may not be tall and dark and handsome but are you going to go off of just straight looks are you going to go off of well this person hits everything else on my list but they might not be as tall as i want them to be so i'm sure you come across that a lot with having to kind of set realistic expectations with your clients too yeah, because I think that people forget, like, I just, I love this conversation because I think that people forget that attraction and chemistry is really also built. And a lot of us go into this idea, like I've almost every woman I know has been like, well, it's either the, the toxic guy who's not good for me that I'm so attracted to, or the good guy who's boring and I have to settle. And I'm like, no, it doesn't need to be that way. But it's like, it's attraction is built through shared experience and connection. And I think a lot of us are so afraid to be rejected, but when you, when you realize it's an ineffective use of energy and instead yeah. go, well, I'm, I'm going to be rejected. And, right. and what if that was fabulous? What if it was, right. what if the, the work in between was going, do I like them? Is this yeah. person what I want? Knowing that along the way, you're just going to learn more. I think we make rejection mean so much, but it's, it's not, it's the same way you can go to a store and look at three shirts and go, "Mm, I want that one. This one wasn't, it's okay, but it's not quite what I want. And the the other shirts like, they, she didn't pick me. They go, Oh, someone else will. And the more that we go, this is what I want. This is who I am. This is what I believe. This is what the it, the easier it is to to get smarter about who you spend your time with right which will make the odds of getting hurt so much less because you're actually yeah. connecting with like-minded people yeah i think that's great and i think too being able to communicate like i even though we're like all adults mm-hmm. communication is not a lot of people's strong suit whether it's going back to the fear of rejection whether it's just i think it's a lot of uh, to me a lot of communication mishaps are fear of rejection and people not wanting to, they fear, I guess, confrontation or perceived confrontation. So instead of getting into those uncomfortable conversations, we just sit with our thoughts and sit with our feelings and kind of just go with the flow. So what are some of the biggest communication challenges that you help women work through? It's so true what you're saying about how communication is pretty much like you can solve like 95% of problems with communication, but Mm. you're right. It wasn't taught. If you think about when we were kids, like little boys, like are not allowed to cry. Girls are emotional and too much. And you're talking too much add in cultural, societal, all of the things. And we basically learn to ignore and suppress our stuff and then surround ourselves with people who will enable, enable and like Mm. commiserate with us. And so it's about really understanding, like you have every right to ask for what you want. You have every right Mm. to 
feel how you feel and it's it's more about learning the skill of delivery because everyone can learn yeah. it it's crazy to think like when we were kids like we had to learn how to dress ourselves and brush our teeth yeah. and so many women beat themselves up for not really understanding that it it's a skill it's easier to learn when you say this is my value system i yeah. am not someone who will tolerate xyz it comes with boundaries, but it's really tough because yeah. if we're so afraid to be rejected and judged and dismissed, mm. then we're going to have a hard time saying, this is what I yeah. stand for. So it's like learning to go, some that. people will like me, some people won't. Right. So what if I just really dial in who I am and let the people opt out as they go right. so that I'm just with my core people? I think that's huge. And I think a lot of women probably learn that in their 20s, maybe 30s and 40s and everybody's journey is different. But that's definitely a powerful life lesson to learn is like everybody's not going to like you. That's even with friendships, not even just relationships. That's friendships. That's coworkers. That's random neighbors and strangers. And <laughs> really, you know really saying, hey, like, I'm going to be true to myself and whoever vibes with it, whoever aligns with it, cool, who doesn't, I'm okay with that. And I think sometimes we just get, we hone in on what we think we want or what we think we look it looks like and we'll sacrifice our values or our truth just to have what we think we want or what we think it looks like. So that's yeah. that's powerful. Yeah, thank you. In relationships, so on this work that you're doing with communication and everything of that nature, I'm sure a lot of women are having to like rewire their brain to recognize good flags, like green flags in relationships and red flags in relationships. So as you help women kind of rewire how we approach relationships and how we approach dating, what are some common red flags you tell women to look for and some green flags? I love this question. And you know, it's so funny because I think that a lot of us are used to like your typical red flags, like mm. the guy who's rude to the waiter or that type of stuff. Right. But when I look at red flags, what I'm looking for is what the dynamic is going to look like, like 10 years down the line. So what yes. I mean by oh, that is so one of the biggest <laughs> yes. things, one of the biggest things I look for is someone's emotional intelligence. So a great tell is the guy in, in the car. Like if you've ever been in a car with an angry guy or a road rage yeah. guy or the like not the occasional honk, but like if you've ever right. been in a car with an angry road rage guy, right. that to me is like, woo, because what you're looking for in a life partner is the skill set of like, is yeah. this man going to hold me down? Is this man going to be there for me? Can I be safe around this guy? And if you're mm. starting to see things that set him off easily, or he's easily enraged, or he's he's kind of angry, or like really just tense, that is some that's a huge red flag because it says to me that yeah. this man hasn't yet learned how to integrate his emotions. So he's sure as shit not gonna be able to hold you down. And right. you can't have king and queen shit when he doesn't know his emotions and you're hiding how you feel about that, right? So 
Right. Anger is a, is a huge thing and little tells like the attitude, mm -hmm. um, anything that signifies that this man has got some stuff and it's not to say that we don't all have stuff. I have a therapist. My husband has a therapist. Every smart person I know is mm -hmm. dealing with their shit, but yeah. When you want to think long term, we're not looking at, you know, is someone funny or, you know, nice. Like those are those are lovely, but you're looking for are they emotionally intelligent? Um, do they have, you know, a sense of self-awareness? Are they self-assured? Yeah. And you can look in behavior. So the guy who is going to the clubs hammered off his face at 40, like Hmm. That it says does. to me, yeah. his priority is probably right. not what you're looking right. for. Yeah. So we have to start looking at, at, at how do people spend their time? What is yeah. their baseline reaction? Like, you know, the guy who's in the friend group that just hasn't grown up yet. Right. We like they're just still I'm wilding. sure y'all thought of a couple people. <laughs> we all know somebody for sure. <laughs> Maybe a few. So I think to myself, right. And it's, you know, it's one of those things where it's, it's okay to look at someone and assess like, who are they embodying? How are they being? If you just met someone in a, in a elevator and you're going up the floor, does your body feel like, who is this guy? Or is it, is it neutral? Paying attention to the behavior is the best indicator of all the flags, but in terms of the green flag, my favorite, favorite, favorite green flag is a, a man's ability to hold space for a woman. So this can look like actually caring about her day, asking mm. about getting her hair done, asking about shit that we know he doesn't care about. He, we know he yeah. doesn't care, but he cares about you. So yeah. we're looking for integrity. We're looking for him to ask questions. Um, in dating, one of the best red flags is that you're not talking about sex positions two days into talking. It right. doesn't immediately yeah. <laughs> go into like sex or send, send me a pic. Like who are these entitled right. people? They're strangers right. that you've talked to for three days and they're asking how you like it. So the best <laughs> indicators are always behavior and how your body feels. If you get that, like, mm, I don't know, trust it. That's the best indicator. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I'll add one too. Um, something I've noticed is, and I guess you have to figure out what's big on your list. For me, I notice mm -hmm. people that are like consistent in their word and their actions. So I think sometimes we don't mm -hmm. always, recognize it immediately but really looking at like are they consistent in doing what they say they're going to do not even just with within the relationship within their within their life like i've that's big for me on my list like okay does he do what he says he's going to do and is he consistent is he sticking to his goals is he working on himself so definitely definitely understand yes. definitely. oh my god i agree completely <laughs> Yeah, so let's get a little mystical. I want to talk about, you know, manifesting. That's, you know, that's your main mm -hmm. purpose in the coaching that you do. So how can we get everything we want? I think a lot of women, like you said earlier, think that we have to pick between physical and character. Or we have to pick between love and career. You know, so how can we get everything that we desire? Yeah, I think this is like the age-old question. And... 
one of the best things that I would I would say after you've done the whole like getting honest with yourself, um, looking at like what do you actually want, one of the mm-hmm. most practical things you can do is to actually do like a dating inventory. I always give my private clients this assignment where you can look at the last, depending on your situation, like three to five significant men and significant doesn't Mm -hmm. need to be five years. It could be a wild weekend that did something to you, but significant (laughs) enough that you can recall and Mm -hmm. you just literally write it down like the name, what happened. And then you go your part, his Mm -hmm. part, the lesson learned and the main emotion Mm -hmm. felt. So you can start to go, Oh, I attract this. This is my shitty pattern. This is what happened here. Mm. This was what I learned. And you can start to see what your baseline is. It's the best way because so many women go, okay, I'm ready for love. I'm ready. But they don't have a target. They don't have an aim. They don't know where they're starting from. They don't know that, oh, I call in these guys because I'm avoiding looking at this thing. And they're just lessons reflecting that. So unless and until I look at this thing... I'm going to keep getting the rinse and repeat because we can say, I want a good man. But if the underlying story is I'm going to get hurt again, no, no Mm -hmm. way. That's what the universe is going to mirror back. So it's helpful, especially for the clients who are like intellectual or need that evidence or want that workbook, want that writing down journal exercise. You can look and see, holy shit, I do this. This is my pattern. That's when you can start to break it. And in terms of really like the manifestation aspect, the, the biggest thing you can do is really understand that the space in between relationships. So like from your ex to your, your next person is a divine space and time for you to figure out what hasn't worked thus far. And mm-hmm. what are you committed to going forward? And then that time yeah. frame in between is your divine workspace. So for example, if you see women that are single for forever, like you're beautiful and intelligent, what's wrong with you? Those are typically women who are ignoring or suppressing their desire because it, mm-hmm. it, it makes no, no sense, right? Mm-hmm. Women who are constantly in a new relationship or constantly have a story, or I gotta tell you about this guy I met last night. Those women are also, they're avoiding shit too. They're jumping from person to person thinking that the next one's gonna be the right one, or it's a a numbers game, but it's not. So it's about saying, what's my pattern and what would feel better? And then committing to getting ready. So if you deeply believe, okay, I'm done my single girl bullshit. I'm done denying. I'm over this lying to myself. Let's play with some energy. And then I would say, okay, is your house ready? Is your bedroom ready? Is your closet Mm -hmm. ready? Do you have the physical room? If he knocked on your door an hour from now, are you ready to rock? Or are you like, ah, Right. So you can collapse time quickly, but it's really about using the space in between to clear out old patterns that don't serve you and then holding the vision of what you know is is on its way. And then that's when it it happened when I least expected it. There you go. 
I love that. Thank Again, you. so many gems that you dropped in there. So hopefully you guys are taking notes. What I really like, um, and I've kind of learned it from my life coaching group as well, is like making space. So something they talk about and you mentioned is, are you even ready for a partner? And even getting into feng shui, even something as simple as yeah. being in your bedroom and you only have one night stand. Like that energy is not conveying to the universe mm-hmm. that you want a partner because you literally have space for one person or even having a ton yeah. of clutter in your home and you have a closet full of things and we're not saying that your partner is going to move in with you literally but do you have space for new things and i think a lot of the times even outside of relationships we like oh we want a new job we want a new car we want more abundance we want more things and it's like like you said if it came today where would it go like do you even have the space or capacity yeah. to take on anything else so i think that was an excellent point that we don't we don't really hear a lot of people say is like creating space for that person to be able to even come into your life and fit into your life and vice versa. Yeah, definitely. I love it. You've dropped so many gems. I can't believe the time has even flown by like this. I'm like, what, like, what happened? So we're going to transition into our untamed power hour. So within that hour, well, I call it power, it's like a few minutes, but I will rapid fire some untamed questions. There's no right or wrong answer. You answer how you feel led to, and then we'll hop into the next question. Yay, love it. Perfect, okay. First question is, tell me about a memorable untamed experience or story. There was a time in Las Vegas where my girlfriend and I ended up at the Hustler Club and had a really good time with a few strippers and went back and had a marathon threesome. That was in 2013 and it was fabulous. (laughs) So much fun. I'm loving it. Like every time somebody says a story, I'm like, what? I love it. I love it. being in the moment yeah what does untamed mean to you i love the idea of complete freedom in your own identity and really learning to embrace all the things that make you you knowing that many may not may not agree with it for sure i love that i love it Okay, let's see. What's currently making you feel untamed? Ooh, my man and I are in a really neat place. And when you're in a long-term relationship, like you go through seasons. So you have your like honeymoon and then life gets busy and you kind of go all the way around. But seven years (laughs) in and feeling back in the honeymoon stage and revigorated and just so good. So I'm really loving our connection. I love that. Yeah, that's amazing because it does take work, I'm sure, to keep keep the fire going and keep things exciting. So what tip do you have for someone wanting to become untamed? I think I lost your audio. What tip do you have for someone wanting to become untamed? Ooh, I love this. 
<laughs> it really goes back to what you talked about with the rejection piece and, and realizing that everybody has their own perspective, their own beliefs, their own lens. You could be perfect in your eyes and someone's going to go, not for me. And as soon, the yeah. sooner that you can get to that radical acceptance, yeah. your life is going to get so much better because that's when you can actually be free. I love nothing more than being underestimated. People looking at me, this blonde white yeah. girl, they have no idea. They have no idea. And I love it. So yeah. I let them because it's, it's, it's about their, their perspective. Yeah. I love that. Just radical acceptance of yourself and being a badass. Yeah, that's the vibe absolutely. I get from you. It's like, just be a badass. <laughs> okay. Two more questions. What's something untamed you've done in 2021? Ooh, actually. Okay. So I completely restructured and reshifted my focus with my business and things that I want to talk about. Because even for me, who has confidence through the walls, I still get wobbly. My voice still shakes from time to time. And shifting my messaging to being um, on the So Good podcast and having a lot of conversations public that I yeah. would normally reserve for behind closed doors has been very liberating because a lot of what I think and feel is not an industry norm whatsoever. Mm. So standing in the face of that shake, yeah. but that's how you get confident is you just go, that is. I'm just going to feel the fear, fear. Do it anyway. Yeah. I yeah. love it. I, lo I love it. Okay. Last question. So I'm going to ask you a question from our untamed date night card deck. So our untamed date night card game is 120 cards that we've created from mild to wild to basically build intimacy with your partner, whether it's a first date or someone you've been married to for a decade. So pick a number it. between one, thank you, one and 50. One and 15? Um, let's 50, go nine. Five, zero. Nine, okay. Oh, okay, let's do, let's still do nine. I'm feeling nine. <laughs> Okay, this is definitely a wild question. Um, it's probably the wildest I've asked on here so far. Okay, when was the last time? <laughs> no, I'm like, when was the last time you engaged in self pleasure, and where? When was the last time I engaged in what? Self pleasure. Oh, that's um, that was two days ago. Ooh, okay. And that Where's was in the in the in the bath. I I wasn't sure if you said <laughs> self care or self pleasure, and I'm like they're both. But yeah, it was yeah, in the like, bath. Yeah. Um, I was just having a bubble I bath, like no one was home, and when you, at least for me, me and my married girlfriends with kids, our um, DIY time is usually when like, I'm taking the kids out for, for a walk or I'm, I'm going right. out. And so, yeah, right. it's lovely. Yes. Yes. I'm here for it. I love it. And I love the fact that even though you're married, you're still like, I'm still prioritizing my own self-pleasure. So I think that is amazing. Yeah. Well, you. I've had a great, it's so important. Is... people, people don't talk about it. Yeah. 
Yeah, this has been a great conversation. You've definitely dropped gems for just inspiring confidence and living in your true authentic self of what you want. So thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, you're so welcome. It was such a pleasure to connect. I love this conversation too. I said some yes. things on this podcast. It's going to be a yes, good one. Yes, you did. It's a good one. So <laughs> I know even on your other platforms, you share a lot of great content like this. So let everyone know, Stephanie, where they can find you and connect with you after this episode. Definitely. So I am mostly on Instagram. You can find me at Good Love Co. My podcast is so good. It's on iTunes, Spotify, mm. all the places. And, and if it you is want so to good talk too. about <laughs> private work with me, it is so good. I love it. It's so fun. But you That's can it. find my website, goodloveco.com, and all the things will be there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again. This has been another amazing episode of the Untamed World podcast. Until next time, be untamed. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Untamed World podcast. This is your host, Sheridan LeBay, checking out. Stay tuned and connect with us on the Untamed World on Twitter, Instagram. And if you know anyone who should be interviewed or you would love to sponsor an episode, email us hello at theuntamedworld.com. Until next time, be untamed. Be untamed. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.